Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles. I am Donnie, your host, and with me is a man that drinks beer so he won't go to prison for murder. It's Dale. <laughs> That's right, man. What's going on with you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? That keeps me on the on the even even keel there, man. It just keeps you mellowed out, huh? Yeah, the just smash somebody's ass or nothing. <laughs> Yeah. I hear you, bud. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You got any good shout-outs for us today? Oh, we got a few, man. We'd like to give a shout-out to a Freckled Jeep Girl on Instagram, man. She had a, she put out a post, and it was pretty damn cool, and uh, we appreciate that. Putting us over pretty good for being a, a pretty good guy. Freckled it? Jeep Girl. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. I think she's a North Carolina girl, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think she's pretty local. Yeah. She said we're local, so that makes me think she's local. If yeah, we're local. if we refer to each other as local, then we're both local. <laughs> That's right. Or, but not loco. <laughs> no, well, we can be loco, too. Yeah, loco, local. No, just not for loco. Yeah. Well, thank you, Freckled Jeep Girl. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, your, your post ruled. Thanks. Absolutely. Uh want to give a shout-out to uh, Dama at uh, CVS Signs, man. She, she got us to hook up on some stickers, man. We were getting low on some some stuff to give away and give out and our cool stuff, and uh she uh, just dropped in like a superhero right on time. Yeah, they used to uh, print for us. And yeah. They had some printer issues and things going on. Their printer was down for a while, and uh, she got back in touch with me this week, and they're back online printing, and so we're going to have some stickers and stuff to give away. Yeah, we get some good stuff now. Yeah, I think they had a problem with how they actually had was a flood and lost a lot of stuff, so glad to see them back in, back up and running. Yeah, so check out CVS Signs. Check them out on Facebook and, yeah. and hit them up for some stickers and Send stuff. some business that way. Yeah, any of your printing needs. Yeah, Ooh, there you go. That sounds good. Printing needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, we want to give a shout-out to uh, Gwen Five Feathers, man. She sent us a, a pretty cool box. We want to thank you so much for the for the gift box you sent down to us, and uh, we really appreciate that. We love gift boxes. Anybody else want us to send us a gift box with some goodies? That's right. Send yeah. away. Send us on private. <laughs> uh, send us a message, and we'll give you an address, and... Send it on. We'll send you an address to the crack house, and we'll slide over and steal it off the front porch. Yeah, just, <laughs> as long as it's something legal. <laughs> if not, we'll give you the neighbor's address, yep. and we'll get it off their front porch. Yeah, and we don't want the FBI showing up, <laughs> up at our property. <laughs> we don't know how it got here. Officer. No idea. Nope. <laughs> nope, not at all. And we'll remind everybody, too, to check out the website, check out the store page, get you a T-shirt, mug, some kind of crack house merchandise, sports show. If not, just uh, click on that donate button and drop us a little gas money. That would be really cool. We really appreciate it. I mean, it takes a little bit of funding to do this podcast, and we we would really appreciate it. Yeah, we pretty much do it fund ourselves. So, yeah. So, but every little bit helps. We do really appreciate anybody that purchases anything and uh, help us support us. And remind everybody to go on Apple Podcast and rate and review. Give us a five star and give us a review. Yeah, thank you. It helps push us up to the top of the ratings. Yep, amazing. Yeah, it does. It really does help. All right, Dale, anything else before we get started on our episode, man? Yeah, I think that's about it. Let's get to rolling. All right. We've got a unusual missing persons case we're covering this week. Yeah, I don't know where you keep digging these up from. Man, I'll tell you, this, this one here, when you think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. Yeah, after, me last, after last episode, I mean, come on. I know. <laughs> but yeah, that was the, the Don Spirit case, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this one here is from Willingboro, New Jersey. And this takes place on December the 16th, 1996. 96. Yep. And this is a missing girl. Her name is Selena Jeanette Mays. And she is a biracial female, uh, half black and half white, 
Her date of birth was May 28, 1984, and today she would be 37 years old. Hmm. Yep. And she went missing when she was 12 years old. At the time of her disappearance, Dale, she was reported at being five foot tall and 120 pounds and possibly wearing a long red coat. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, possibly. And we're going to get into a lot of possibilities on this. Because yeah. there's a lot of horse shit going on here. Yeah. But at the time of Selena's disappearance, Dale, she was nine months pregnant. And her baby was due around December the 29th of that year. So just a couple weeks from her dis- date of her disappearance. And she was 12. 12 years old. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yep. <laughs> so she she got pregnant when she was 11 years old. Yeah, what the hell. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of shit with this case. That All right, that's it. Good night and have a good day. <laughs> yeah, but this case needs to be done because it hasn't been covered much. And it hasn't. It's pretty sad, man. And this girl is still, she's still listed as missing and endangered. But now, Selena was last seen at approximately 11 p.m. on December the 15th of 1996. This is when uh, they just, I think, finished up a late supper. And she was living at her aunt's residence on Crestview Drive in Willingboro, New Jersey. And she had told her family, thanks for everything, and she was going to bed. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, because this is all from their mouth. But just to give a little bit of background on Selena, she was born, like we said, on May 28, 1984, to parents C.J. Mays and Lynn Marie Vitale. C.J., I can't pronounce his name, his full name. C.J., We'll just leave it. We're going to call him CJ. Yeah. But I think he pronounced his first name Crisanzo. Crisanzo Jarrell Mays. Crisanzo Jarrell Mays. Yeah, that would be CJ as well. Yeah, I would be CJ. <laughs> or just, yeah, CJ. Mr. Mays. Yeah. But now his, her mother was Lynn Marie Vitale. And now when they met, CJ had been a musician in Miami, Florida. And yeah, I tried to find out what he played. I couldn't find it. Yeah. And Lynn was an exotic dancer. She's a stripper. Yeah, exactly. For being fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. No, no. But both of them had a lot of issues with alcohol and drugs. Right. And they had a pretty tumultuous relationship. And it ended up them separating. Right. And well, I think they were together about a year when then she was born and then they moved to New Jersey and then they separated. Okay. I think that's how it worked. All right. But they did go through a bitter custody battle in yes. which Lynn was granted full custody of Selena. Yes. And after the, the separation, CJ moved in with some of his family members and he began working as an accountant and bookkeeper for his sister's church. And her name was Sarita Smith. Yes. And she was the, the pastor at that church. And the name of the church was the Gospel of Christ Ministries. Incorporated. Incorporated. <laughs> It was, it was a Pentecostal congregation, and it was located in Mount Holly, New Jersey. And C.J., he became pretty radical in his Christian beliefs, and it resulting in Lynn not allowing him to see Selena at all. Well, uh, what happened is, you know, she when, when uh, she got custody, she kind of straightened up and got a job, you know, as I think a school custodian, and then... Uh, and, 
which was allowed. Uh, Selena, you know, got, was going to school and she made a lot of friends and, and her life was turned around, you know, from all this, uh, you know, the troubles they had before, you know, with the divorce and, or well, I guess it, well, they were married. Or no. They weren't married. With the, you know, with the, the problems with them splitting up and all that stuff, she had got everything, she had got her life together, got her daughter straightened out, everything was going good. And then uh, what happened is he got behind, he didn't pay no child support. So that's yeah. why she, he wouldn't allow visitation. Yeah, she didn't let her, him see her at all. Right. But their life was really good after Lynn got clean and was working, and Selena seemed to have a pretty good life. Right. Instead of even she even told her, you know, her family, if if anything ever happens to me, please do not let his family take her. Yeah. For him to do whatever you got to do to make sure she stays with with our family. Yep. But like we said, Selena was doing pretty well in school, and she had a ton of friends. Yes. But sadly, Dale, in 1994, Lynn died of a brain aneurysm yep quick yes and this created a problem because lynn's relatives they fought for selena's custody but a judge granted cj her father full custody of his daughter right and she had to move to new jersey yep and she was living with the father and his new wife and his relatives and selena it changed her world man yeah i mean everything all of her friends everything she was doing was a complete 180. Yeah, and then it put her in into this church that she probably didn't want to be into. Yep. And Selena was forced to abandon her school, her friends, and she was started to be homeschooled and was focusing heavily on religious teachings. Yeah, very controlled. Yep. Everything. And limited her social activity. Yeah, probably none, really. Yeah. So everything she was doing was completely turned around. And we're talking like 15 people live in this house. Yep. Now, this church, it was run by C.J.'s sister. Her name was Sarita Smith. Yeah. And it was almost run like a cult. Mm-hmm. The way it's been reported about some brainwashing techniques. and All kind of mess like that. Yeah, we're going to get into. But just before Selena's 12th birthday, uh, it was discovered that she was pregnant. Yeah, it said she'd hit it for about four months. Yeah. Apparently. And according to everybody around her, she seemed pretty excited to become a mom and was concerned about her baby's health and asking a lot of questions because you know a 12 year old being pregnant they're gonna ask a lot of stuff and she was taking her prenatal vitamins and reportedly going to the doctor pretty regular this blows my damn mind yep now get this it was never revealed who the father's identity was but there's a lot of theories on this yeah she never told anybody who the baby daddy was now it was reported that one of selena's cousins that lived with him. He was 21-year-old Sean Smith. And not my cousin, Sean Smith, because I know you're going to listen to this. <laughs> Shout out, Sean Smith. Yep. He was, this one, Sean Smith, was 21 years old and had fathered seven children with a few different women. Right. And in 1998. And they all lived in this house. They all lived in this house. and, part him, of this, and him and his wife and his kids and then baby mamas and their kids. This communal family. Yeah. Pretty much what it was. Part of this church. And in 1998, he would be charged with aggravated assault toward two teenagers who attended this family's church. Right. But he denies ever having any sexual relationship with Selena. Yeah, so I don't know about all this, man. This is a bunch of crap. Yep. And a a relative believed that the father was someone Selena had met at a roller skating rink. Yeah, yeah. It was a 16-year-old boy that she met roller skating. Yeah. I've been roller skating a bunch, and I never got pregnant. Nope. I ain't believing this. I've shit. never been pregnant, so I wouldn't know. Or, <laughs> yeah. 
But with, like we talked about off the air, you know, with her limited access to going out and doing stuff, and I just don't see them letting her go roller skating. No, I don't either. No, this one was really controlling. She's kind of like a, this is not like your regular old church. It's like a, I don't know, like a David Koresh kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, like a house worth. Every, everything you do is controlled, and you only do what they say you can do. And, you know, even a lot of the ex-members of the church, you know, were saying they were utilizing all these brainwashed, you know, techniques and, and everything. So basically you just do what you're told, and that's all you can do. It was this kind of church. But this Sean Smith, he was the son of Sarita Smith, the pastor of that church. Right. So that, that's a good reason to cover up some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Now, two days before Selena disappeared, Sarita supposedly took Selena to an obstetrician. Mm-hmm. Now, this obstetrician, she wasn't, I think she was a, in a private practice. She was private practice and she didn't work for the church or was in, supposedly wasn't working for the church or involved with the church. Yep. Supposedly. But she seemed to think that Selena was doing okay with her pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, taking her prenatal vitamins. Smart and, beyond her 12 years. Yes, she was very smart. Very wise beyond her years. I think that's what her words were. Yeah. The, what gets me is this obstetrician didn't report anything. No. You got a 12-year-old girl pregnant. Nothing was reported to social service or... Child endangerment. I mean, you know, child child services. Any any authorities. Yeah, anybody. Nothing. No. Oh, she's doing well. Take her home. What the hell? Yeah. Cause this, <laughs> it's this, not like she's, you know, 17 and, you know, or 18 and, you know, okay, yeah 11 it's 11 11 <laughs> yeah holy shit just a couple of years before that she was still in the in the single digits <laughs> yeah this is crazy yeah man. 11 years old getting pregnant man mm. so to me this whoever this obstetrician is if anybody knows her or anything about it she needs her ass needs to be reported i think so too yeah you know and then they said you know being how uh I was going to say churchy, but <laughs> even, you know, I'll to say that, you know, and even though they were and supposedly they were so uh, churchy that, you know, abortion was not, you know, even uh, on the table as far as something yeah, they, they didn't, could some, do. They didn't believe in it at all. I mean, but, you know, it's okay if she's 11. Yeah. God almighty. She's 11. She was raped. Yes. No yeah. matter what, because you can't. Um, Consent to sex. Right. Yeah, you, she was raped. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No way. You know, and, and even the doctor said, you know, that she, she kept saying that she wasn't forced and it was this. And she even never told her the, the baby. She told her the same 16-year-old story. So I think all this crap is, con, is I think this is all Sarita's story. I think I think she's she's the head honcho here. Yeah. And I think she's like, this is what you say. This is what you do. And you only tell them this and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who it was. I wasn't forced. He was a 16 year old. I went roller skating with. Yep. That's all you told him, because mm-hmm. that's all we know. And everything else that we do know come from them. Yeah. So it's what they said, right? So this is really. I mean, I know we're all way out of order, but this is kind of pissing me off. Hmm. You know, and then so where we are now? Like we said before, on December the 15th, this is when Selena and her family. They spent an evening at the church and then went home to have dinner. Right. And when Selena was done, she thanked her cousin for preparing the meal and went to bed about 11 o'clock. Yeah, told everybody. Said, said she went around the room, gave everybody hugs and said thanks for everything. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what you do. Okay. I guess that's what you do. 
But the next morning, CJ, this is uh, Selena's dad, went to wake up his daughter, Selena. But Selena was gone. Right. And tucked under the blanket were pillows that made it look like the shape of a body. Yeah. And, but all of her belongings were still in her room. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Was, uh, and everything that's been reported is it comes from the church. Yes. Her dad and Sarita. So there's no, they wouldn't allow the uh, authorities to come in and search. No. Or anything. No. And they didn't even report it for like a couple of days because he was like saying, you know, well, he just thought she would come back. You know, he was hoping she would or at least say she was okay. You know, this kind of stuff. And then before, you know, it was a couple of days before I even, you know, uh, said she was missing. And then when they came to check out stuff, they wouldn't even let them search the house. I'm like, how do you, how can you not let them search the house? Exactly. It doesn't make no sense to me. None of this makes any sense at all. I mean, unless she was watching Escape from Alcatraz and made her a little clay face and stuffed her bed full of pillows and, I don't know, jumped out and run. But she might be wearing a red coat. I mean, come on. You know if her damn coat's there or not. Exactly. And if this house has got 15 damn people in it, how does this girl sneak out of the house? Yeah. I mean, it got to be people everywhere unless this is a hell of a big house. I think they, I think they done something with her, man. I think so, too. Just to keep her quiet. Of whoever the dad was, he was trying to protect the father. Yeah. Whoever that was. And in, in my mind, they were protecting this Sean Smith. Right. Now, her obstetrician has said she never asked about any termination options and maintained that it, she seemed very excited to become a mother, like I said. I ain't buying that shit. No. 12-year-old. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you. I think they programmed her to say what they wanted her to do. Oh, yeah, for so. sure. But there were several theories. Uh, one of them was a runaway possibility. Uh, CJ and his sister, Sarita, believed that Selena planned her disappearance. Uh, in the, ni- uh, the late 1990s, former members of the Gospel of Christ Ministries, they accused a congregation of brainwashing their main members, like we said. And given that she was pregnant at 12 years old, some people believe a former member helped her escape the church now i guess that's possible and i guess it's possible that she ran away and you know we, we even looked up the weather at night to see if it was how cold it was and it, it wasn't that bad it's like low 40s which is it's cold but it's not what i was thinking it would be in new jersey in the middle of december yeah. and i thought really really cold so, so it's it's feasible that it could have happened that she ran away but i ain't buying it it also been reported that maybe she ran away with the father of the baby and according to some of cj's relatives Selena is with her mother's family. That yep. maybe they came and got her from Florida and took her back. Well, I think she had some in Michigan too, but it would all have to be set up. But I don't know. And then, with her limited access to to anything, yes. How can that happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's also a possibility that you know some labor had gone wrong because because of Selena's age. You know, it's been theorized that she gave birth on the night of her disappearance. And the baby died of complications, and maybe Selena had some complications. She died, and they just got rid of her. I can believe that far. I believe she ran away. Yeah. I don't think that kid left. No. Mm-mm. Not alive. Nope. And there have been several reported sightings of Selena, but none have been confirmed. I think some in New York, Texas, um, Florida, a couple places, but nothing has even panned out at all. No, you know, and then when when her mom died, you know, she left a good bit of money for her that she would have been able to get when she was 19. And a trust fund, I think. trust fund, yeah. And it's never been um, 
checked into or she never got it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether she would even know to look for that if she was alive. But, but anyway, I, I don't I don't think she's alive. No. I don't know what happened to her. And, you know, and I know we're probably frustrating a lot of people listening to this because we're just talking in circles, but there's not a whole lot to this, and all we know is what the church folks have told us. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how when the authorities come in and find out what's going on, you have a a 12-year-old that's nine months pregnant, is apparently ran away. Nobody gets in trouble at all, and how do you refu- how do you refuse a search of your of the home? I know. When it, you know it could be something more a, than a runaway. You've got a kid missing. You'd think the FBI would have come in. The the authorities would have come in with a search warrant to search for this kid. Yeah, yeah. Twelve year old pregnant kid. Yeah, but uh, there was no. You know, if she had ran away, there was no reports from from Where hospital. Where would she go? There was no reports from hospitals right. of a kid being born, right? Unless she had it privately and some had some help, right? You know, I think they they were looking into that. All authorities were checking, you know, with around that and, and child services and this kind of thing, for, mm-hmm. but nothing was ever reported. And at this time, both sides of the family were accusing each other of hiding the hiding her. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And it was also reported, too, that uh, C.J., Selena's dad, was the father of her baby. Yeah, I think he got blamed for that. Yep. Or it came out, and then said he came out to the media and said that it, that wasn't possible because he had had a vasectomy a couple of years before. So there's no way that could even be possible. So and don't I think blame he, me. I think he even had um, doctor's papers showing that doctor confirmed the vasectomy. Right. But, you know. Yeah, you know, you know man. A business owner in Midland, Texas, reported that one of his employees uh, claimed that he saw Selena in 2000, but authorities determined that the young woman was not Selena's. They did check into that, but it wasn't her. And one of CJ's friends claimed to have seen her near Lions Mountain, New York, later in 2000, but this incident was never confirmed. And investigators said that a woman who resembled Selena was captured on security camera videotape near a Wawa store in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey in December of 2002. And that's that, that site is still being reviewed. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. So now we're going to get into something a little bit weird. There was a good God. I was going to get yeah, weirder than this. It's going to get more weirder. There was a, a tabloid in Trenton, New Jersey called the Trentonian. Now, this tabloid, you know, it's not like... We're talking Inquirer? No, National Inquirer or Star. We're not talking about that, but it's, it's a tabloid-type paper. Okay. But they, you know, they ran a story on this church, and they claimed that the church was being run by, like a baby factory, and that Sarita, the preacher of this church, was allowing her son, Sean, to become like a... A stud. Yeah, getting women pregnant to build up membership in the church. I think this church, well, it had a congregation of about 40 or 50, 50 members, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and that might be true, but, hell, that at least seems like an awful slow way to build a congregation. Yeah. But if, you, if you're brainwashing people, man, you got to be sick anyway. You yeah. tell them what she's thinking. And the t- I think even the title of their article was uh, Sex Education, with sex being spelled as 
S-E-C-T-S. Yeah. Education. Crazy. Uh, there's some kind of weird stuff going on in that church, man. And as far as I know, this church is still going. It is? Yeah. They still have a website, and it's up. Man. Mm-hmm. I just don't under. This blows my mind, man. I don't know. How nobody, I don't know. So, uh, what did, well, so what happened after this? They go, okay, well, she's going in, in, in case closed. They uh, CJ's father did go on TV, I think, the year after her disappearance, and he did say that you know he believes Selena's still out there and um, hopes that she's doing well. And was he still in the church at this time? Yeah, he's still in the church this time. So he's just doing what he's told to. Yep. And hopes that she wants to come home and be part of the family. Mm-hmm. I don't have the exact quotation from him, but that's pretty much the gist of it. That you know he believes she's out there and hopes that she comes home someday and doing well. Yeah, but, but this girl would be alive today if somebody else would have got custody of her instead of yeah, hundred percent believe that if uh, if her mother's wishes were were granted or whatever you know mm-hmm. and she stayed with her family I think she would have been okay. I I just blows my mind. Yeah, this whole story is like what the hell? I think it's what to be the name of it. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Poor little girl. I mean, I don't know. This is just another one of them system failures. But I just don't understand how none of this was reported. None of it was uh, checked into. It's just like it happened. How did the hell? How did the story even get out? I guess they had to call and say she was gone. I guess they yeah. didn't have to. You know, people was like, "Well, if they're trying to hide something, they didn't have to take her to that doctor." They would, but they did. They did take her to a doctor. Yeah, but they took her to one who wasn't going to say none. But if they were in a cult-like situation, her being homeschooled, then being, being, being brainwashed. I mean, they would, they would, nobody knew about her. I mean, she's right. just been gone. She's another one of them 15 people living in that house. Yeah, that was it, man. But the investigating agency is the Willingboro, New Jersey Police Department. I'd like to talk to them. Yeah, me too. And if anybody has any information, they can call the Willingboro Police Department at, at 609 877 2253. If you're in the Willingboro Police Department, call us. <laughs> or if you live in this area, in Mount Holly, New Jersey, or Willingboro, you know, contact us. We'd love to talk to you about this this church and yeah. get more information on it. Yeah, because I'm just dumbfounded. Yeah. I can't understand how this even happens. Just a 12-year-old girl went missing, nine months pregnant. Crazy. Yep. All right, Dale, you got any last words on this episode? Man? Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. It's just sick, man. It just blows my mind. All right, bud. We are going to get out of here. Okay, dokie. We want everyone to be safe, be careful, and always be aware of your surroundings. Because the next episode could be about you. This is the, the Crack, Crack House, House Chronicles. Chronicles.